Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Well, 95 northbound north of 32, a crash reported. And the traffic center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's get the forecast now. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Winds are going to ease a little bit moving through the evening, but still plenty cool. Temperatures dropping through the 40s, eventually the 30s. Cold overnight may see a few snow flurries north and west of the district. Temperatures early tomorrow morning in the 30s. Tomorrow, a cold day near 40 degrees, mid to upper 40s on Wednesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. We have clouds right now, 52 in Alexandria, down to 48 degrees in Columbia. 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Kyle Cooper, coming up. What does it cost to educate 160,000 students? What Montgomery County's superintendent says. I'm Kate Ryan. Redline riders are taking shuttle buses through downtown as portions of the line get upgrades. I'm Luke Luger. A judge temporarily blocks the removal of the Confederate memorial in Arlington Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. U.S. Senate has a big job this week before Christmas. Come up with a plan for the southern border, Ukraine and Israel. Just before the Dow, the the close, the Dow is down one point. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Actor Jonathan Majors could now face a year in prison for assaulting and harassing a former girlfriend in New York. Correspondent Peter King reports. Majors was an up-and-coming Marvel star. You're an interesting man, Scott Lang. But he was convicted of two of four assault and harassment charges. Prosecutors saying Majors attacked his then-girlfriend Grace Jabari in a hired car in Manhattan last March, leaving her with a broken finger and swollen arm and ear. Jabari testified it happened after she grabbed Majors' phone when she saw a text from another woman. Disney has dropped an upcoming Majors film. He's also been dropped by advertisers in his management firm. He'll be sentenced February 6th. In the Middle East, the U.S. is now urging Israel to take a more targeted approach in Gaza. CBS's Linda Gradstein. Defense Secretary Austin said the U.S. commitment to Israel is unshakable. He also said the U.S. is committed to defend the Red Sea shipping lanes against Houthi attacks. So in the Red Sea, we're leading a multinational maritime task force to uphold the bedrock principle of freedom of navigation. Israeli press reports said that privately Austin is pressing Israel to change its strategy in Gaza to pinpoint attacks on Hamas rather than widespread bombing. Heavy rain slammed the northeast, causing widespread damages and knocking out power to people in multiple states. Elizabeth Helen says highways are still slick in Ocean City, New Jersey. People really have to go slowly. Luckily, I'm in a Jeep, so I, my car can handle it. But if you're low to the ground, you might want to stay home. Storms are also causing flight delays. Pope Francis is now allowing priests to bless same-sex couples. This couple celebrated in New York. Love is love, isn't it? We've been together 41 years. So, it's about yeah. time, yeah. Long, long overdue. CBS's Anna Matrangas in Rome. 
Pope Francis had said in October that gay unions could be blessed, provided there's no confusion with the sacrament of heterosexual marriage. The new ruling elaborates on the Pope's words, saying that none of the clothing, gestures or words that resemble a marriage rite may be used. Some good news for international travelers. The State Department says passport processing times have returned to the pre-pandemic level, six to eight weeks or two to three weeks for expedited services. It says in the past year, there was an unprecedented demand, more than 24 million, the highest in the nation's history. That's correspondent Cammie McCormick. Workers with anti Bush could go on strike if their union can't reach a contract agreement with the company soon. More than 5,000 workers across 12 breweries are demanding better pay and benefits and more job protections. Their current contract expires in February. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 403 on this Monday, December the 18th. We've got 46 degrees right now in Washington. We're falling down to the 30s tonight. Good afternoon. I'm Kyle Cooper. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top story this hour, schools and how to fund them in the coming year without the COVID dollars that used to be flowing in. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports inflation is part of why the superintendent of Montgomery County Schools is now asking for more money for next year. $3.3 billion. That's the budget being proposed by Montgomery County Superintendent Monifa McKnight. She's asking for $157 million more than this year. With the vast majority, about $100 million, going straight to the more than 3% raise in employee compensation for next year. McKnight also points out that federal COVID money continues to shrink, and the school system says $15 million in the budget is tied to inflation. Montgomery County has more than 160,000 students, 44% qualify for free and reduced meals. The county council will have the final say on the budget in May. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Thousands of commuters are being impacted by Metro shutting down part of its most popular line for most of the rest of this year. Those who ride the red line must use another way to get around town. But I'm sure it's needed. Like the grand scheme of it all, I'm sure it's going to be worth it. I'm sure it's going to be like very inconvenient for everyone over the holiday season. Here at DuPont Circle, for the next two weeks, Metro riders like Taryn will hop off the train, line up, and wait to hop on shuttles to continue their commute. Gallery place. Metro employees seem to be moving people from the station fairly rapidly onto the rented-out charter buses. So they're doing everything they can. Both Farragut and Metro Center stations are having their red line service shuttered. It'll last until December 30th. It's probably the best time of year to do it. It's not as crowded. Transit agency is shoring up parts of that line that date back to Metro's beginning 50 years ago. At DuPont Circle, Luke Luger, WTOP News. It's 4.05. Virginia Democratic Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner, along with Maryland Senators Ben Cardin and Chris Van Hollen are asking for more funding for Metro. Now, they've sent a letter to President Biden requesting at least $30 million be included in the 2025 budget, primarily to address security issues. This request comes as WMATA faces a $750 million budget shortfall that the agency says threatens safety and services starting this summer. In the letter, the senator stressed Metro, more than other transit systems, shoulders a heavy security burden because of its role in federal government operations. 
Now, Metro estimates it spends between 30 and 33 million dollars a year on operations related to national security and counterterrorism. Meantime, could a regional tax be used to permanently fund Metro as it faces that big hole in the budget? Metro says it may have to make huge cuts in service next year. General Manager and CEO Randy Clark tells NBC4 without such a tax, the system will continue to face budget issues. Well, there's no question that we, ha- we have to have this discussion. Uh, you know, we might have a bridge situation here for a year or two that we're kind of talking through this budget, but then uh, it's really going to erupt in a couple of years because we have a capital conversation, too. Clark pointed to transit systems in Austin, Atlanta, and Los Angeles that have their own tax. It's 4.06. A Confederate memorial was supposed to be removed from Arlington National Cemetery, but now... A federal judge has stepped in. The Confederate Memorial towers over the graves of Confederate remains in Section 16 of Arlington. A federal judge in Alexandria has ordered the statue to at least temporarily remain. David McAllister, spokesman for the group Save Southern Heritage Florida, says when Congress ordered the removal of Confederate statues, it made an exception for grave markers, such as the memorial. They explicitly accepted grave markers. Grave markers were not to be touched. The Army, which operates Arlington, had planned to complete the memorial's removal this week, work that must wait until a Wednesday court hearing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. To the Supreme Court now, where former Justice Sandra Day O'Connor is lying in repose. The first woman to serve on the high court died earlier this month. She was 93. Lots of people are lining up to pay their respects. I think she's a really like interesting person to learn about. 11-year-old Abby Michelle from Alexandria is here outside the Supreme Court with her younger sister Natalie and parents Emily and Chris. I'm excited for my girls to get to celebrate her life and legacy. It's not only locals who are saying goodbye. We spoke with tourists who made a special stop to honor Justice O'Connor, including Roger Burton from Indiana. I worked for the government for a little bit and just to have somebody that important to be here at this time. He says this is a sacred event. Outside the Supreme Court, Shane S. Doolin, WTOP News. Now you can pay your respects until 8 o'clock tonight. A private funeral is being held at the National Cathedral tomorrow. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A broadcasting rights battle finally ends in a windfall for the Nats and O's. I'm Steve Dresner. It's 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 95 southbound. Heavy traffic, as is often the case, afternoons into Woodbridge. A little slow near the Dale City rest area. There is a new crash northbound on 95 coming out of Quantico. In fact, before the Triangle Quantico exit near mile marker 149, car shot off the main line and wrapped around a tree. Aviation has been requested for this one. Right now, the paramedics by ground are blocking the right lane, but they are requesting a helicopter for this crash northbound on 95. In the meantime, you get by to the left with just a brief delay as possible. They hold traffic, so stay tuned. In Quantico, might want to go with Route 1. Meanwhile, in Woodbridge, on Prince William Parkway, eastbound traffic is very slow. Coming from Potomac Mills toward I-95, a utility truck struck the Caton Hill Road Bridge. Bridge inspection. Very little traffic is able to get by on Prince William Parkway. And the ramp from Caton Hill onto the eastbound lanes of 294 is also blocked. If you're leaving 95 and trying to go westbound, it does appear that westbound traffic on Prince William Parkway can 
get by. Route 50 Arlington Boulevard blocked at last port at points between Prosperity Avenue and Nutley Street where a tree came down and took down wires with it. Volume delays on the Beltway are not so pronounced. It's certainly slow near the Legion Bridge and River Road, but we've seen worse. Interloop slow and stretches through Silver Spring and College Park, 270 on eventful, 95 northbound between 32 and 175. The crashed cars on a shoulder. Authorities might have an outside lane block. BW Parkway slowest southbound, southbound past Fort Meade into Laurel. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. It'll be breezy for the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with temperatures falling through the 40s, eventually into the 30s. Could see wind gusts upwards of 30 miles per hour. Overnight, partly cloudy and cold. Temperatures in the upper 20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. Partly sunny, breezy and cold for your Tuesday near 40 degrees. Mid to upper 40s to around 50 on Wednesday, near 50 on Thursday. And we're trending dry for a busy holiday travel weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 51, Reagan National, 50 at BWI Marshall at this hour, 48 degrees at Dallas International Airport. The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing, terms and conditions apply go to longfence.com money news at 10 and 40 past the hour in wtop here is steve dresner so what kind of day did southwest airlines have now as you heard this morning started off with the announcement that the airlines was being fined 140 million dollars Throughout the day on Wall Street, its stock barely suffered any losses. And at the closing, Bell Southwest finished up just eight cents, trading at $28.96 a share. Now, it took over a decade to settle, but there's finally a settlement in the television rights deal involving Mid Atlantic Sports Network against the Nationals and Orioles. The teams agreed with the New York Supreme Court ruling that each club is due $304 million during the 2017-2021 seasons. That amounts to nearly $61 million annually. The closing bell on Wall Street, just a marginal gain for the Dow. The S&P 500 was up 21 and the NASDAQ finished up 90. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by TeethKeepers.com. Dominion National offers dental and vision plans for everyone, starting at under $8 a month at TeethKeepersSave.com. Enroll today at TeethKeepersSave.com. Coming up, the Senate works for what's being called the best and last chance for bipartisan border reform, plus funding for Ukraine and Israel in their respective wars. We'll go in depth on all of it with WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. It's 412. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there is no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. 
For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, the, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future position, right, is is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. Coming up, Ron Rivera makes a roster move after a fifth straight commander's loss. The Wizards are in Sacramento. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes here on WTOP. The spirit of giving is alive and well at Criswell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Gaithersburg with new Jeeps starting at $24,995. With an enchanting inventory, Criswell is your sleigh away from the ordinary. New Rams and Wranglers up to $20,000 off, $15,000 off new Jeep Gladiators, $12,000 off new Grand Cherokees, and a twinkling $10,000 off new Pacificas. Stuff the stockings, then stuff the garage with a little something for yourself. From Criswell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Shop CriswellJeep.com. Plus tax, tax, and dealer processing. Not all will qualify. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 415. I'm Kyle Cooper. I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for joining us. And the U.S. Senate is now back in session in Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's. His efforts are continuing to reach an agreement on the southern border to free up funding for aid to Israel and Ukraine. While the job is not finished, I'm confident we're headed in the right direction. Joining us live from Capitol Hill is WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, the majority leader sounds optimistic, but Senate Republicans are not as bullish that a deal can actually be reached before the clock runs out. No, they're not, Anne. And both Democrats and Republicans are saying that some progress was made on issues during talks here at the Capitol over the weekend. And they are trying to get closer on issues to tighten up parole and asylum guidelines for migrants. But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said today they are not near an agreement. Our colleagues at the negotiating table are clear-eyed about the fact that getting this agreement right and producing legislative text is going to require some time. And time is not on the lawmakers' side. Republicans don't believe a bill can be voted on this week, much less this month. And Majority Leader Schumer today declined to say if he'll try to bring up a vote on the aid package with Israel in Ukraine without an actual piece of legislation. Well, Mitch, with that being the case, can they get anything done before Christmas? Not a lot, Kyle. They'll be taking up some nominations and trying to make progress on a final group of military promotions that have been held up by Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville. They did approve hundreds of promotions earlier this month after Tuberville had been blocking them since February over his opposition to a Pentagon abortion policy. But there's still about a dozen of those left. Among the separate nominations is that of former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley, who's poised this evening to become the next Social Security Administrator. 
Speaking of Maryland, Mitch, the uh, U.S. Senate race in Maryland, a significant endorsement today. What's that all about? Right. This is the race for the Democratic nomination to succeed Maryland Senator Ben Cardin, who's retiring. And Congressman David Trone picked up the endorsement of the House's top Democrat, Hakeem Jeffries, as well as other Democratic House leaders, including Congressman Pete Aguilar, who's the chair of the Democratic Caucus. Trone is in a competitive race with Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. She's been raising a lot of money from individual donors. And she is backed by Governor Wes Moore and former House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer. Whoever wins the May primary is likely to get elected to the Senate since Maryland remains a deeply blue state. All right, WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. A quick look at the top stories we're working on for you here at WTOP. Israel must prioritize civilian safety as it goes after Hamas. That is the message from U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin as he visits the region. Former President Trump trying another legal avenue to try to get that gag order lifted in his D.C. election interference trial. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How's it moving out there, Dave? In Virginia, northbound from Garrisonville to Dumfries, getting slower on 95 between the Quantico exits near mile marker 149. Bad crash, car shot off the main lanes into the woods. Fire rescue response remains on scene. Two left lanes are getting by that response northbound on 95. Had to cancel the helicopter. They're not flying today because of weather conditions. Southbound on 95, slow but business as usual into Woodbridge. Uh, Suspiciously slow southbound near the Dale City Rest Area. There might be some activity going on there. And then rubbernecking. Rubbernecking delays would be minor southbound on 95, getting into Quantico with the lanes open. Prince William Parkway eastbound, jammed toward 95. Unclear if you You can even get by the bridge inspection near Caton Hill Road where a utility truck hit the overpass. Uh, Eastbound Caton Hill cannot go eastbound on Prince William Parkway. They've got the cloverleaf blocked. Westbound on Prince William Parkway, you can come off 95 and get past that bridge strike. Westbound lanes appear to be open. 66 open, minor westbound slowing near Oakton and Setterville. Coming out of Vienna, southbound on Nutley Street, a crash at Tapawingo Road. At Arlington Boulevard remains blocked at points between Nutley Street and Prosperity Avenue, where emergency utility work continues. Beltway traffic just heavy between McLean and the 270 spur. Both loops there. Interloop through Silver Spring and College Park. 95, some slow traffic between uh, 32 and 175. A distraction in the form of a minor crash on a shoulder. Southbound BW Parkway, slow past Fort Meade. No news there. And heavy both ways in and out of Greenbelt on the parkway. 270 northbound delays are brief in Rockville, Gaithersburg and Clarksburg. Save your gas and let budget blinds bring the blinds and shade samples to your Alexandria or Glen Burnie home or business. Budget blinds offers style and service to fit your budget. Visit budgetblinds.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, it's going to get pretty cold around here with passing clouds. Maybe see a few snow flurries north and west of the district. Temperatures by early tomorrow morning will be in the 30s. Another breezy day tomorrow, but not quite as windy as earlier today. Highs around 40 with wind chill factors in the upper 20s to lower 30s. Wednesday, not as windy, mostly sunny, 45 to 50 degrees. Near 50 on Thursday, milder come Friday, and we're trending dry for a busy holiday travel weekend. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. We have some sunshine, some clouds. It's still pretty breezy out. 48 in Silver Spring, 52 in Fort Belvoir, 51 degrees in Foggy Bottom. And coming up on WTOP, will the Orioles keep playing at Camden Yards? We've got the very latest on that ahead. It's 421.
Best of Verizon 5G Home Internet. It's Verizon. Safe choice, right? Exactly. Maybe you won't mind waiting for everyone to log off so your network signal isn't congested. Oh, I love practicing patience. Maybe when your kids can't video chat grandma, they'll start writing her letters instead. Kim Kim would love that. It'll be great. And maybe the kids won't notice when you cut down their treehouse to get a better signal. Wait, trees block the 5G signal? Yep. It's time for better internet. Fast, reliable internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts. Now through March 20th, get internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for 12 months. You can save $480 over Verizon 5G Home Internet Plus in your first year. Go to Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G Facts. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular internet rate supply. Actual speeds vary. Compares Xfinity Connect more 200 megabits per second to Verizon 5G Home Plus plan regular rate. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. College football fans, let's go bowling. The National Capital Region's college football bowl game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies battling the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get your tickets now at MilitaryBowl.org. More than a game, the Military Bowl benefits active duty and veteran service members. It's Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. Visit MilitaryBowl.org. This is WTOP News. 423. The Baltimore Orioles will continue to play at Camden Yards for at least another 30 years. The Maryland Stadium Authority and the Board of Public Works have both approved a new lease agreement today. Congratulations to the Maryland State Authority and the Baltimore Orioles. The lease agreement is approved. Governor Westmore sounding pretty excited there that the new lease also includes a no relocation clause. The lease between the state and the Orioles was about to expire in two weeks. Well, this is the time for those office parties to celebrate the holidays with your co-workers. But there apparently is a movement to shift away from alcohol-filled nighttime gatherings. Another casualty of the pandemic, the after-work cocktail-infused office holiday party. Several party planners tell the New York Times afternoon parties are what workers want these days. Part of the reason a lot of people are working hybrid and they prefer being home with their families in the evenings. Another part, the booze is no longer a draw. According to a recent Gallup poll, 40% of younger Americans say they aren't regular drinkers, unlike many of their older peers. Hmm. ABC Sherry Preston there. Planning to help Santa with some of his heavy lifting. Well, you better get a move on. Time is running out. The post office deadline for adopting a letter to Santa is 8 p.m. Eastern today. This year's requests range from a little boy in Utah who'd like an Xbox Series 5 to a 7-year-old in Mississippi hoping for a dancing llama and a new winter jacket. Then there's a girl in Wisconsin with her eye on a 1959 Barbie in a black and white bathing suit. Interested? Hop online now at USPS Operation Santa. The program was started by Postmaster General Frank Hitchcock in 1912. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. George, so what is Coach Rivera saying about all this? Well, he's making a change. He, uh, he uh, has released Ooh. long snapper Cameron Cheeseman today. The draft pick that Ron Rivera traded up to get hasn't worked out. A couple of bad snaps yesterday, so he realized he had to make a change. Probably should have come a couple months ago. Even Cheese yesterday after the game said he's kind of surprised that he's still here on this team, but uh, so he did make the change today. The uh, head coach did bench Sam Howell yesterday, wanted to protect him, he said, in a fifth straight loss that eliminated Washington from the playoffs. So if 